Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr H. And I'm Mrs H. Thank you very much for joining us today. Today we have some very special guests, but before we introduce them, they are chomping at the bit to talk. How do we know them? How do we know them? Yeah, how do we know them? Oh, okay. You mean how do we know them in person? Yes. Right. Well, we met them in Palm Springs. How else would we know them? <laughs> I don't know. In person? <laughs> what sort of a question is that? Virtually. <laughs> Virtually. So we met them where? We met them in Palm Springs at, at Peacup. That's right. So we got to know them over that period of time. And we're really pleased to say that they're going to come and visit us fairly soon. And they're coming to our event on the 24th of September. And they are. And I think they're only coming because they think that we are literally all like Mr Bean. I heard that they're only coming because... Of you. Uh, no, 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 no. You and your massive wang. No, it's not that. It's because they heard there was punch and pie. <laughs> I don't actually think I've ever had punch pie. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Are you talking like alcohol punch? Yes. Like the stuff you dip the little cups in and then you have sticky hands and cups. That, exactly that. You're I don't dwelling think I want too it. much on the pie. What I was going to say <laughs> is that tickets are still available to this delightful What, event. to see so these two? You can see these two, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. uh, one of our star attractions, of course. But if you want to find out more about the tickets, then you only need to look at the show notes and there'll be a link that takes you straight there. You have show notes? I have show notes on cool. every show Excellent. ever that I've ever done that you've never seen. <laughs> so, if, But if you'd like to come along and... And have a fantastic time at the boudoir on the 24th of September. Jump mm. on. Come and join us. It'll be fantastic. We've already got a Discord chat running where we can all chat to each other, get to know each other before we turn up. Believe me, this chat is really hot. It's awesome. Yes, yeah, so there's lots of bums in it today. Lots of bums in mm, it. And maybe some boobs. Some buttocks. Buttocks. And boobs. Anyway, we have with us today, without further ado, we have the, what are they? I said the XXX files. Oh, yeah. But they also said triple X. Triple X. Yes. So it's like a weird cross between The X-Files and Triple X, the film. Correct. With Vin Diesel. But I was reading your writing <laughs> from the side and it looked like XXX flies. <laughs> okay, that's just my handwriting. We're going to call them Mr. and Mrs. Nerd, I think yes. is the way that we're going to identify each one of them. We'll let you figure out which one is which. Thank you for joining us, folks. Hello! Yay! <laughs> yeah! That was my best Mr. Bean impression. It's Hello. very good. 
Yeah. You're delving into Kermit the Frog a little bit, I reckon. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? Well, Mr. Bean with Kermit. I think it's. <laughs> I want to situation. know what Mrs. Nerd is knocking back there. She's got a drink on the go. Oh, this is a mango mimosa. Oh, wow. That yeah. sounds awesome. If you're playing lifestyle bingo, then we've ticked one of the uh, first things is, uh, what drink are you drinking today, folks? So, uh, <laughs> no, I was just jealous because she had a drink and I didn't. And I'm, I'm drinking an iced coffee that I forgot had rum in it. How can you so, forget it has it rum does. in it? After a pint of it, the, you do forget that. <laughs> so this is one of our... Flip you off specials where we interview you folks for, I don't know, a number of questions until we run out of steam. And then we flip it around and you interview us. Now, I'm assuming you've got your questions set. Are you ready? We're ready. So Fantastic. Ready. As ready as you can be, right? They look ready. <laughs> they She's look... got mimosas and he's got apparently coffee that he forgot had rum in it. So okay. It's all rum good. coffee. So my first question for you, and this is possibly uh, as, as serious as it gets maybe, but how did you get into the lifestyle? Whose idea was it? Ooh, that's a good question. Thank you. Did you think they wouldn't be good? <laughs> so I would say it was 50-50. When we first got together, Mrs. Nerd, that's you. Me. Yeah. Said that, uh, you know, scientifically, biologically, we're not meant to be with one person. And back then, my conservative self was like, I can't see you with someone else. I can't see you talking to someone else. <laughs> so, uh, it then she mentioned a movie and an actress that she was really into, Natalie Portman, and she is great. And so <laughs> she was like, "I would totally do her, whatever." And then my mind started spinning. What six years later, we're on a road trip and mm -hmm. started talking about it. And oh, and then we listened to podcasts. Oh well, yeah, we started listening to podcasts mm -hmm. for sure. But Playboy Swing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess why we started is the scientific part of it and that we're not meant to be with one person sexually, I think. I, there's a drive for especially men to be with multiple people in our genes or whatever. And then based off her career of uh, being an attorney, she uh, can tell you that people cheat on each other a lot. Everybody should be seniors. We wouldn't have as many divorces. Here you go. <laughs> Good answer. Mrs. H, your question. Oh, my question. Yeah. I didn't know if Mrs. Nerd was going to give her perspective on things. Well, she summed it up like in about oh, she eight did. and a half yeah, seconds that's fair. there. I that think. is absolutely fair. All right, well, time for a not serious question because that's, that's the only questions I'm capable of, apparently. Excellent. Um, what was the last gift that you bought for each other? Ooh. What'd you buy me? Babe? I don't know. Coffee three hours ago? I got ago? you something from Amazon. I think it was a travel piece Ooh. for our upcoming trip to the UK in <laughs> yeah. 15 days. Yeah. yeah, a trip for me for us. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Uh, you got me McDonald's this morning. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably electric shaver, actually, is coming today. Yeah, I need to shave this beard off before we come visit you. Mm -hmm. No, I like the beard. Okay, I'll keep the beard. Cool. Keep the beard. A great gift you bought, man. <laughs> I like you the beard. got like a charm, a little necklace thing. Oh, yeah. That was good. What is it called again? It's a locket. A locket. There you go. I got our locket. Nice. You know. Thank you. Or a Tantus perk. Oh, yeah. Wait, um, no. It's not a Tantus perk. It's a hot octopus. Oh, yeah, yes. whatever. We, we talked about that, didn't we, at some point and said it was great. On your podcast. Yeah. It is a great toy. And then I went on their website and bought one. 
Excellent. Yay. It's yeah. a great, great toy. Much enjoy it. So my question for you both. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y- uh, Yes, of course. I think statistically it's impossible for there not to be. Just in our galaxy alone, it's thousands of light years to the outer room. So, yeah, I think there is. Cool. This is yeah. All right. Okay. I was expecting more. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was ghosts you were asking about, that's another, another board game entirely, but fine. Right. My next question then. If you could invite three famous people to dinner with you, who would they be and why? Oh, I know. Oh, there's no viable the answer down. it's what you want <laughs> if you could invite three people to dinner uh-huh. okay. did you say alive or dead uh, they don't have to be alive they can be alive or dead oh okay Freddie Mercury okay Ooh. Natalie Portman <laughs> and Otis Redding what <laughs> wow so That's quite so a high. musical musical dinner party then yeah there's some potential for swinging if natalie portman I, I th- imagine freddie's and otis are gonna serenade while you and natalie get it on yeah or, that's right fair enough is that yeah. why <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah they're just not really cool okay that's a good question what about you Mr. i think Nerd? for me it would be henry cavill because I think he's like my nerd god. Jim Morrison, because he's like my psychedelic god in music. And I'm going to say, I guess I need to pick a girl too. And this is going to be an old sausage show, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's, it's up to you. All right. It's your dinner party. Uh, I'm going to say Isaac Newton. Isaac yeah. Newton. Okay. I have questions. Can all six of them be around the table? Yeah. One well, or a couple. So. Yeah, I want to see how Isaac Newton's going to hit it off with Natalie Portman for one. Like, yeah, me too. He's going to be like science bitch. <laughs> and whether Henry Cavill will like like Freddie Mercury and it, the whole thing is just like great. <laughs> I'm going to go in with a slightly easier one. That wasn't difficult. No, no, this is slightly easier. Okay. What is your favourite sandwich? Oh, that's a hard one. I know this one too. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I like turkey and jelly. And um, cream cheese grilled. What's jelly? The cream cheese grilled or the sandwich? The whole sandwich. What's the jelly? Like like cranberry sauce. Oh, like um, like jam. Jam. Ah, okay. My favorite sandwich is probably like a 20-something-year-old and uh, my age between. Oh, we're talking about food here. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I like PB and J. No, not the not the deer, babe. They don't know the deer. They know the deer, but listeners don't know the deer. There are deer in their names, peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, peanut butter and jelly, but I will add uh potato chips on there, like ruffles crunched. In the sandwich or around the sandwich? In the sandwich, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Is that choice. do you guys do that over there? It's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's been known to put crisps into a sandwich. Yeah. Now, the real question yeah. is crunchy peanut butter or creamy? Creamy, duh. Crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a peanut butter jelly sandwich. I think you have. When? Oh, names, dates, times, places. I'll tell you later. You've definitely I had one. I haven't had one. You, you def- don't know. I haven't. <laughs> you- For one, I don't like peanut butter. That's one. I'm going like- to make you one in 15 days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. She said she doesn't like peanut butter. <laughs> well, I genuinely don't, unless it's on like. What Saturday. about almond butter? Do I like almond butter? That's gross. 
Uh, I know that she likes nut butter. That's different. <laughs> Don't bring it back to your sausage fest again. That's the second sex joke. Oh my god, we're doing well. You've Mrs. Met H, quick Mr. H, question. Right? Throw a question oh, in. Quick, sake. save this. All right, I'm going to park this sandwich idea. Until All right, later. Uh, right. So, what is your favourite body part on each other? Ooh, I really like his balls. <laughs> his balls? You went straight with that. I do. And also your face and mouth and all of that. Close second to my balls, apparently. You know. And your hairiness. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you're going to go with balls, huh? Yeah. So I can't believe you went straight probably going to have to show those at some point. <laughs> yeah. In 15 days, five hours, 29 minutes, and seven seconds. Yeah. So I would say for me, for Mrs. Nerd, it's her ass, but her smile for sure is the first thing come out. Yeah. Very smiley. Very smiley. <laughs> That's very nice. That was very nice. I love how quickly Mrs. Nerd went to balls, though. It wasn't even a, a no right? And and people won't believe me because they'll say, no, 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 you edited this. But th- that this, this is displayed 100% in real time. That answer. <laughs> time that, it, folks. Balls. It's like 0.6 seconds. And she was- I could tell you that after they meet her or if they know her, then they, they, they know. Yeah. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How did you meet? <laughs> Were his balls oh, involved from the word go? Did you know? Do you know the answer to this question already, and that's why you asked it? Uh, I think you told us. I have a sneaking suspicion, but I may have consumed uh, alcohol so since that point. Do I tell him the karaoke part first? Yes. Okay. The well, clean part. Yeah. So, her law partner at the time invited me to go out karaokeing with them, and which is something we used to do as high schoolers and beyond or whatever. And so get there. And, and you're a really good singer. Eh, well, it's debatable. We can try <laughs> Oh, no, no, he is. It took us a while. <laughs> Mrs. Nerd was there and with her husband. Oh, you're going to tell that part? Yeah, we're going to okay. tell that part. And anywho, yeah, she uh, sees me get up there to sing a song, uh, called the fireman which i sang in palm springs or whatever and she's like no way this guy's gonna sing this song good or whatever because the singer's from where she's from there can only be one George yeah <laughs> and so i not i guess i knocked it out or out of the park or whatever because she immediately gets up and leaves her husband's <laughs> side and come and sits next to me Mm-hmm. And immediately demands that I sing every John Denver and Otis Redding song in the book. And well, I was just like, great. get away from me. <laughs> um, so I didn't sing any of the songs that she requested. But about a month or two later, uh, the same law partner asked if I would help them move uh, their uh, offices. And being the pack mule that I am, I happily obliged. And I think her friend was trying to hook us up the whole time because they had it, you know, Mrs. Nerd had issues in her marriage and she knew that. And so they pushed us together and started hanging out. And then it was just, you know, just a thing until she invited me to go see uh, Your Highness. And I thought 
no fucking way is this person gonna see can I say the F word? I can say the F word. You can right? totally fucking say yeah, the F word. Yeah. <laughs> so in the middle of this movie, I'm sitting here watching Mrs. Nerd cry laughing at this thing. Like it's almost like a hyena. And <laughs> I, yeah, I knew then that 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 we would be together. The fucking babe. Yeah, the fucking yeah. <laughs> and the kizzy. and the dick necklace. Yeah. You <laughs> we were laughing at that when it was flopping around mm-hmm. and shit. So yeah, that's how we met. <laughs> Fantastic. Great we, film as well. I love that film. We can have a fucking long <laughs> face. It is a good film. When you're here it's in 15 days potato. and however many times. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to have a lot of weird food at this rate. We're going to have some like strange sandwiches and the fucking Ling feast. Yes. yes. And a cream <laughs> tea because and jelly. to Britain. With chips. Sure. But, um, crisps. Dick what are they called? Crisps. In the UK? Crisps. 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 Yeah. yeah. Which is way harder to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. H, your question. Okay. If you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, lose it. Lose what? Lose what? Lose it. <laughs> it? What is it? <laughs> I mean, you did, right? Like, Not what? at 18. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. I think you mean Maybe do all the do all the things. Yeah. Life is too short to be waiting for the right moment for whatever. It's like that T-shirt I got a Goodwill or whatever. It was uh, a skeleton sitting on a bench, and it was a woman that waiting on the right man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about you? What would I tell my eighteen-year-old self? Hmm. I would say. Probably don't leave my hometown immediately. I tried that and failed uh, horribly. Um, I followed my girlfriend to school, to university, and didn't focus on school at all. (laughs) So I would say not, I would do not that. I had a pretty wild teenage life and 20s. So probably focus a little bit more on, on, getting education and getting smart i i love how one of one of your answers is just fuck everything pretty much and the other one is maybe not fuck so much and it's like between the two there is a balance yeah. <laughs> get in the goldilocks zone for fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. so what i want to know is what turns you on and what turns you off That's well, i guess it just depends like I think (laughs) (laughs) I think it's situational. I think if I already know the person or we've already met, um, then intelligence, humor, like Mm -hmm. sense of humor, intelligence, that Mm -hmm. that's what gets me. But if obviously if I don't know them yet, then I do have a type. I do like short hair like Mrs. H has, tattoos like Mrs. H has. Like Everything that you've ever said, Mr. H, about your ideal woman, probably uh, yeah. from what's that new cyberpunk video game? Like that's where they came from, probably. Yeah. yeah. Short, skinny. Yeah. I like grungy. Yeah, I do like grungy, fatigue. But me. what about you? <laughs> Just balls? Me? Um, oh, <laughs> I like a good beard, number one. Number two, I like somebody to be really smart. So if you can, you know, make me laugh or be witty or like make a pun. Yes, wittiness and puns for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like if you can make me laugh, 
that. And that's the easiest way to get me like into you. Um, if that's your goal, right? Like, <laughs> but otherwise, just funny. Yeah, just be funny and smart. Mm-hmm. But what turns you off? Dick pics. Oh, Lots of dick pics. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny after listening to you guys' podcast and hearing Mrs. H say that she doesn't like fanny pics. I'm starting to not like fanny pics either. Oh, I'm sorry. She's talking about it. I'm talking about the English fanny. Okay. Yeah. So I love an ass pic, sure, but as your profile picture, it's a little off-putting. I like, really like um, get turned off when somebody's hypocrite. Hypocrite. Or they're mm. really closed-minded. Double standard. Being ghosted. Never um, fun. <laughs> that, that is never fun. So between you then, what what you're really looking for is someone whose profile says that they hate spread eagled fanny pictures yet their profile is a picture of a spread eagled fanny right <laughs> yes <laughs> that was me the ultimate turn off who's also smoking <laughs> very very yeah. meta yeah yeah <laughs> worst profile ever <laughs> I the internet immediately to register my disgust <laughs> i think also being asked if we enjoy breeding like that's so weird yeah but hopefully we'll get to an age at some point where people will stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to breed? Mm. It's almost like so. an interesting question, isn't it? It's like, it is. yeah. it's like, what about my profile has led you to ask this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wild like, question arms. one, how many kids do you have? It's like, mm, you assumed we have kids? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, your profile doesn't say where you're from. Where are you from? Oh, we're from Denver. Where about you? <laughs> it's the first line in our profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, shit. It's, um, yeah. it, it is an interesting world out there. Mrs. H, I'm sure you've got a question. I've got one more question. Track. One more question. Because okay. we have one each. Yeah. All right. All right, my last question then. Who would play the role of you in the movie of your life? Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Oh. oh. Okay. Not nothing. Is that your girl? Yeah, like in college and beyond, everybody used to tell me I looked like her. There you go. Who's tall, slightly overweight, and hairy? Mm, Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, I'll take I'll take uh, Henry Cavill as a method actor. Also known for his excellent balls. So, Ooh, what yeah. about Adrian Paul? No, <laughs> that's a very specific Highlander thing. Yeah, I guess. I, oh, um, Zach Brown Band. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn. I'm so the, story, the story behind that, I don't even think you know who Zach Brown is. It's this horrible country music. Well, I use that lightly. It's not country music, it's, but that's what it's labeled as. And he wears this like beanie oh. over his head, and all you see is his eyes and beard. So during the winter, I. That's what I wear because I have a beard. People are like, oh man, you're Zach Brown band. And I'm always like, the entire fucking band? <laughs> like, I'm not just him. All right. But yeah, no, I would say maybe like Mark Ruffalo. Oh, that's a nice oh. choice. I like Mark yeah. Ruffalo. That guy that plays um, Deadpool? <laughs> no. <laughs> Gosh. I'm so glad that you think highly of me. Well, you're funny. <laughs> Hang on. It's I reckon this. Yes. I reckon yeah. what Mrs. Nerd is doing here is that she is assuming that she is playing herself in this film and that she will get to uh-huh. fuck all of these people that she's uh-huh. mentioning. Excellent. Oh, like Adrian Paul. 
I've got one more question that I want to ask before we, we, we get flipped off. And I guess it is us that is being flipped off in this instance. So what I'd like to know is how would you describe your play style? Yeah, that's always a good question because I'm not sure... We get asked that a lot, actually, and, and we never know what to say because we don't go in with expectations or we don't go in with, like, let's do X, Y, Z or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're more go with the flow type couple. I'm, I enjoy watching. I'm not like you, uh, Mr. H. I, I actually do enjoy watching Mrs. Nerd have fun. Sometimes it's because... I'm not in the right mindset yet, or I'm overheated, or I've had too much to drink. But watching her have fun always seems to get me to where I want to go. Mrs. Nerd is five. Yes. And I would say it's like boundaries. Like, yeah, it's more boundaries. More boundaries. Just, I mean, it's just about boundaries rather than rules, I think. Mm. Well, rules, that's always the most is like, Protection and play style. Is that is that answering your question at all? <laughs> it does. I think it's it's really interesting because people often have a different perception of what play style means, and um, sometimes it's about what are the rules that you apply, and like like you've sort of talked about, and sometimes it's about the um, the way in which you enter this. What are you looking for? I suppose to a certain extent. But I think you've you've covered that quite quite admirably. So I'm you know I feel sated now. You'll never say it ever. There's always really a bigger transformer. Friends. Just friends. That can be open with. You, yeah. That yeah. You can sexy like, times wouldn't with. that be amazing? You explain it perfectly early on. You're looking for this like euphoric uh, atmosphere that you're trying to create amongst like your lifestyle friends. And, and I think that's the goal. Uh, like, fuck it and leave it. It's not our, our play style. It's not how we are as people. Although on vacations, we tend to get that way. Different rules, don't you? Sometimes, or you flex your rules quite a lot in, in yeah, holiday scenarios because so. the, all your rules are kind of like temporarily set aside because you're in a very different environment. If I'd have known that, I'd have had a very different holiday. Oh, really? All my rules are set aside. Woohoo! Well, you know what I mean? You you kind of have like slightly, you flex things slightly, yeah. don't you? Because you're in a, just a very different environment. I right? think you have the euphoria of going on holiday yeah. and the exciting sort of being away from your normal environment. A bit which of bravado is, as yeah. well. Because, and probably you know, quite right. a lot of alcohol if we're involved. And yeah. you're sort of... Sun, flirting, <laughs> yeah. and plus that kind you, of thing. you may only see these people for the period that you're yeah. on holiday for. So you condense everything. So I, mm. I, right. I, I, I'm with you on the fact that sometimes you sort of change your, your approach a little bit or you condense it. Maybe it's sort of very, very condensed. So it's not that you just yeah. rock up and fuck. It's just that you you get, get to know them very quickly. Then you have sex with them and then you have to leave your holiday. And I would say you still exactly. get to know people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just, just at, a, at a much quicker rate, yeah. which is interesting because... The fucking. The fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like how you take that atmosphere and that confidence and that thing away from the holiday experience... To, to when you go to clubs or whatever. Right. And, and for a new couple or new people in the lifestyle, I imagine that could get hard to navigate in that. Yeah. Like, well, last time we were on vacation or last week we were on vacation and these rules or boundaries applied and now we're back home and I'm still wanting to be in that. Yeah, it, it could get weird to navigate. It was for us at first too because 
our first PCAP, um, it got to kind of get, it kind of got a little loose, like, um, making out with like person after person after person after person. And I was just like, I'm not ready. Yeah, it was a little too much. And, but we were able to tackle that real time. It wasn't something that, um, we had to wait until after the event to handle as a couple. We, we actually handled it within the hour and we went on to Colette's and got overwhelmed there in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, no, I, I, that's about it. Fantastic. Thank you. Well, now we're going to hand the reins over to you folks. So Ooh. you can, you can chuck some questions our way. 140 we'll, questions. Yeah. We'll do our best <laughs> yes, to well, answer them. Not that, not quite that many. We have 27. We have a lot of questions. We don't have to answer. We don't have to ask all of them. No, you really don't. So a lot of them can be really quick. Oh, um, do you want to start or me? How I about will... you start? I want. No, you start. Oh, okay. So, do you have vanilla friends? Do we have vanilla friends? Yeah, we do. Yes, well, we do. Um, Absolutely. I think. It's it's been interesting because the the lifestyle friends have become much more interesting, and because you share such deep connections with them, even if you're just having bigger expanded conversations, then hanging around with them tends we or something I've found to tend to find them more fun. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, also some of our closest lifestyle friends are actually some of my best vanilla friends, if that makes sense, because I mm-hmm. I expand those relationships into vanilla settings very easily so we can be both (laughs) but i do we do absolutely have vanilla friends outside of our hobby yeah we were we were at a birthday party with friends a couple of weeks ago and and we survived we you know (laughs) i may have only tried to convert one or two people which was (laughs) (laughs) although i will i will say that when we when we spend time exclusively with people that are not um open to hearing about our experiences let's say because you know you have to respect people's boundaries and not not overshare it's it's very it very quickly becomes a kind of oh my goodness i want to go home and talk about uh, stuff again yeah i think we got quite used to talking about sex and adventures and fuck ups and all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff i think i just look forward to the the those open conversations and it's really difficult to kind of close that down a little bit sometimes but absolutely we have vanilla lives maybe outside of this probably yeah (laughs) that's funny so this is for both of you would you rather give up pokemon transformers transformers and toys or the lifestyle (gasps) you monster (laughs) i I mean i'd have to give up i don't even know you anymore (laughs) I'd give up the toys for the what? lifestyle, for the for the sexual toys. <laughs> oh, shit. Absolute lies. No, it's just true. I would you do. couldn't give Transformers up. I've known you for 22 years and you've never given them up. No, because uh, it hasn't come down to the... the that, he's, like, he's giving you an old item now. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's not giving yeah. me the ultimatum. Yeah, but in a theoretical <laughs> world, I'd rather the friends that we've accumulated. Because, for example, if I were to, to not give up Transformers and I were to keep hold of all of my glorious robots and cartoons or whatever, that would mean that we could no longer interact with you wonderful people and that would break my heart. So therefore, Aww. the Transformers would go. See, I love how Mrs. H is looking at you right now because she's like, I can't give up Pokemon. 
I'm level 42, motherfucker. <laughs> I've got them tattooed on my fucking arm now. I can't <laughs> really on my arm. What more do you want? God. Any fingers? <laughs> Fine. Well, obviously, I'll have to be as Jedi as him in my response. Now, yes, I'll give them up. I had to, but I don't like it. He didn't say you have to like it. Oh, Mrs. H goes around hate fucking everybody because there's no Pokemon. I know. I'd have to give up Pokemon for this. Yeah, be good, asshole. I'd give I'll never get that though. rare done. Charizard. No more Transformers. Cool. Done. Sorted. <laughs> Okay. And yes. just like that, we were able to give, make you give up toys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> what you got, babe? My turn? Mm. Okay, this is a good one. <laughs> How much did you have to pay you and McGregor to do the podcast? What? <laughs> oh, the opening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> If they're fun, they'll crush us, grind us into tiny pieces, and blast us into oblivion. Hey, that just costs us three grand. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they have shield generators. Stop spending money we don't have. Well, hello there. <laughs> um, no, that, that knockoff, um, you and McGregor, as everyone can Obi was me. Is it like Obi Wan in my pocket? When <laughs> <laughs> you get a little like audio book that you opened up and they do like all your favourite quotes all I can think of is Alanis Morissette singing like I've got Obi one in my pocket and the other one's yeah I've got a Princess Bride one then you open the little thing yeah you've made one of life classic blunder can we get an Obi one in my pocket (laughs) I think that means something quite different do you think so yeah Do you think um, Ewan McGregor would endorse it? I'm sure he would. I'm sure he'd love to to rock up. Oh, yeah, he would. Yeah, he'd be fine with that. (laughs) He didn't Mm -hmm. make your table, though, and I'll be sure to tell him. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, he's not coming to dinner with you, is he? He's being replaced by Freddie Mercury and Otis Redding. Well, I mean, there was too many good ones. I would say he might be number four. Oh, okay. I'll invite him to mine. Screw you. He's fine. (laughs) He's mine now. (laughs) Do you think he'll sue us for this? No. Good. Brilliant. Do you reckon he listens to it? No. Oh, dream smasher. (laughs) You don't even listen to it. No, I know. So, paint the picture here. It's WrestleMania 2022. It's Chunder Fock versus Chunder Muff. Who takes the belt? (laughs) Wait, was the first one... Chunder Cock? Is that a new term Chunder- you've made up? Or I didn't quite Wait, hear Wait, isn't that one. what you called the 100th episode? Chunder Cock? Oh, oh, the 100th episode. Oh my God. Yes, Chunder Cock versus Chunder Muff. Who won? <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. The thing is, is that um, Chunder Muff is like everlasting. It doesn't ever go away. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving, like really. A, like a weight that permanently sits on my shoulders. What was that ridiculous horror film where the woman is like... Shudder. Shutter. Sh- shutter. Shutter. Oh. I'm going to spoil it now for anyone that yeah. hasn't seen it. But but it, it transpires that this ghost has been sitting on this guy's shoulders the whole time. That is Chundermuff to me, permanently <laughs> a, a, around my neck. What's been... It's, it's your Paul Bear. 
It, it is. It is my, my Paul Bearer. Um, it, it was interesting it's because... It's Chunder God versus <laughs> Oh. Um, <laughs> when we did our last couple of events, people who were there on Chandamuff night came along to them. Yes. Uh, lovely friends of ours. Uh, but we hadn't seen them for a little while. And I think a lot of people got some great joy in hi- talking to, to Mrs. Live. H and I about it and hearing part of it live, but also adding to the story about how particularly uh, this, this, this lady was very, very happy about how drunk I was, for she had fallen the event before and been quite drunk. So. You were- Pretty yeah, yeah, it was a special, special moment. I don't think I've equaled that that amount of drunk. No, since. I don't think you have either. No, I've tried. My life. I've reached high. It's, it's a, it is a very high extremely bar. low. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, then we had you know reverse chandamuff where where you know someone ran out that of the hot tub. Sounds really gross. <laughs> oh yeah. Is this oh, yeah. like suck farts? Uh, no, we're not going back to suck farts ever again. Suck we are, we're banning you from Wait, suck fart conversation. Have I just turned a new phrase? <laughs> no, suck chunder. No. I, but yeah, so I think I think Chandamuff kind of tops all in terms of s- stories. There is some weird logo I designed in the back of my Mac somewhere that that was going to be a T-shirt, <laughs> no. and I just don't didn't think any fucker would buy it. So is it going to be some ripoff of like Sword of Omens, like Chunder, Chunder, Chunder? Uh, it may have been a, a slight play on the Thundercats Skunko. logo. So it felt a bit, a bit like I might get sued for that one. So yeah, uh, you yeah. might. Yeah. Whereas Chunder Pop or whatever you want to well, call it, well, it's parody, right? Was yeah, um, was quite was quite delightful. I thought it wasn't like a huge like exorcism kind of style of chundering. It was just a little bit, and then I was quite amorous. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. At least all my affections were new. <laughs> Yes, this is true. <laughs> and then the bathroom. So. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, it's this one. I feel like everybody who tells their story has been high school sweethearts. What is your uh, thought on the correlation of that with your lifestyle? So, it's so everyone that's met in, in in school and is now exploring their own kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it, it's or a first really, partner type deal. Yeah. I, so, um. I, I think we can safely say that we're we are not each other's first partner. No. And actually I, I don't think we know that many people that were their first We know some. Some. We certainly know some religious thing here in the States. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it is. I, I mean there's a there's a few and I guess there is that, you know, they get to but I think there's a, there's also there's an age thing and there's a trust thing. Like a when when is your relationship ready for it? If it's ever gonna be ready for it. So you get to a point where you're kinda like is is this all that the relationship is going to be? And and some people are happy with that and some people want to expand it. And they kind of get to that trifecta of, you know, they implicitly trust each other because they've got some mileage on it. They they kind of know that they're not going to run off with each with this, mm-hmm. with somebody else because they've got that trust built in. They're comfortable with each other. And it's kind of like, well, we've kind of done everything t- together. What else is there to do? And when that all sort of meets, then I find people tend to be like, oh, that, that thing you're doing in the lifestyle, that looks a bit interesting. So it's not a familiarity breeds contempt kind of scenario for you where you kind of think, well, if we don't do something, we're just going to split well, up. You know, I think there is th- that does come into it. That does mm. come into the some of the thoughts and, and, and moments. But I wouldn't say that's, you know, no. certainly not with most of the people that we've met. Because if you're going to be successful in it, then... It's you're not 
fixing something that's broken, you're enhancing something that's that's good. I think there's also an element of people reaching a point in life where they become sort of empty nesters and that kind of, wow, we've got no kids in the house anymore. So what do we do now with all this newfound freedom when we're still young enough to kind of go have sex? So let's explore. Let's get a, let's rekindle all our sex life now we've got no kids around. Yeah, that's true. But I also think that it's it's really interesting actually because there is a sort of groundswell of younger swingers, but I guess they don't really see themselves as that or identify as that. So they kind of just see this as being normal. Yeah, and I've said this before. I think especially when I was sort of much, much younger, I I didn't really define any of my... And I guess it, it could be deemed as promiscuous behaviour now, but at the time I was just enjoying myself. <laughs> I don't think I I put a label on that and went, oh, maybe I'm a swinger. No, I just think I liked having sex with different people and lots of them. And that was kind of that. I think lots is the understatement of the day. Okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that answers it or not, but hope, hopefully that's enough waffling that will no, so. see us through. Yeah. I mean, over here, it seems like every other person we meet are high school sweethearts or they've only been with one person. No, I'm wow, not saying okay. every person, but a lot of the times that's yeah. like their story. Oh, wow. So I wonder if, like I said before, if it's like a religious thing or what it might be here. It, it could you know. well be, it could be the level of drinking culture that we have over here. <laughs> I, and, and, you know, I heard today it's 18 <laughs> over there. Is that right? It's, so it's 18 or 16 if you're in a restaurant mm-hmm. with, with your parents or whatever. What? Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's like 12 if you're in a restaurant in France or something. I'm sure someone will correct me on that. But, but 18 is, wow. is generally, yeah. Is, is, is the is sort of drinking age. age. And I, but most people or a lot of people tend to drink a little bit earlier than that. Uh, naughty people that they are. And I imagine that has a huge impact on that sort of remaining with one person kind of stuff. Mm. I would say so. I would say, I would say alcohol is probably yeah, your Venn diagram of of uh, correlations there because it's it seems to be involved in a lot of things. Well then, All right. When it's sexy times, are you guys lights on, off, or do you like to have a little like a theme going? <laughs> I'll defer to you, dear. On this one. Mr. H loves a fucking gadget. <laughs> I would say that, <laughs> and he. Okay. Um, I would say Mr. H is absolutely invested in in enjoying his environment, whether that be having sound, having nice lights, having he just likes to surround himself with things I think that like set a scene for him in some way. Very short answer is it doesn't really matter if lights are on and off, we can still have fun. It's all good. Um, but you do like to go in and kind of have have something on a tv in the background you like Alexa i like tv to have in the background some... always yeah he really does i like background noise i don't like, like um, game of thrones going on or star wars it, well porn. honestly it can be anything so star wars porn is always welcome i mean uh playboy swing we've chucked on in the background a number of times um it, i mean even just regular movies if it's just us two um just because i like the just the lack of silence Genuinely, we've had forensic files on in the background. Like, <laughs> literally. Like an we'll unsolved mystery is going yeah, on. Yeah. Unsolved mysteries, all that. Now, for him, for some reason, that seems to really sort of, I don't know, it doesn't make him in a sexy mood particularly. It just, I think, gives him that background level of noise to kind of just feel really comfortable. I can't do that because I end up listening to what's <laughs> going on in on the TV. 
And I have to absolutely curate what I'm watching or listening to because otherwise I'll get invested in the film and not concentrate on what's happening. And I kind of, I kind of need um, it to be more matched to my mood. Yeah, I think you quite like a, a sort of very dimly lit room. And um, I don't like like some fucking ring light in the background. No, <laughs> no, but you, uh, yeah. bright rooms are one of your natural enemies. You're constantly. Yeah, I I like a, a an ambient light, but I don't require candles. And you know. going back to the gadget thing, so our bedroom lights are sort of controlled by, uh, by Hue or Alexa or whatever it is. So I can change the colours. I can dim yeah. them or whatever. And that that's always quite quite nice. But I, I like that. Yeah, that's always quite fun. And the front room does that as well, or the living room, whichever you want to call it. But beyond that, I kind of, yeah, I, I, I'm not too fussed about lights on or lights off. I like, no, I like some light. Some light. Like a bit see, of light. I think you, uh, you I like tend to, be, to see you. You like to be able to see me, <laughs> but I don't th- think you like me to be able to see you. I think hey. that's the level of light that you like. Uh, no, I don't mind you seeing me. <laughs> that was like a Bob's Burger Tina moment there. <laughs> 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 No, it's not. But I think that you tend to be more worried about how you look. Oh yeah, totally. So therefore, if it's a bit darker, you're you're generally a little happier. Whereas I don't. Yeah, I like to be able to see all the stuff. All the stuff. All the stuff. Yeah, that's true. All the things. All of the things. Yeah, I would say that. What's on your bucket list? Oh, so I think when we first sort of started down this this route, uh, I was I was quite excited by the prospect of having lots of things that we could explore and experience first together, it seemed quite an exciting way of sort of navigating our way through things. I'm actually not so fussed now about that. I don't, I'm not very prescriptive anymore. I just like having experiences that I, I come away from feeling happy and that I've, I've had a great time. Now and then we experience something which you could go, oh, that's a first or we've experienced something together that you know, we might have decided a while ago would appear on a list. But I don't I don't think I have a list anymore that's I have to tick off. I'd say you have some things that you want to tick off. Do I? Yeah, again. So I, I think the lady oh, pile I you know want. I know what you mean. So Maybe the lady you, pile. You enjoy oh, DP. You want to do that. She wants yeah. a girl pile. She wants uh, DP again. I think you quite like the single Not guy. Not with the girl pile. No, but you like the, the single guy thing, so I think you wanted to try that a bit more. Okay, maybe I do have a list. Um, you've not done fuck all to organise it, but that's another matter. Because you don't want one. <laughs> so I'm not going to spend my time investing in something that is ultimately not going to be make you happy. No, I know, but, but you, it's fine. We'll cover that later. But I, I think that's the, the stuff that you definitely are interested in, that you're, you're interested in exploring more. The lady pile, I think, is a big one that's on your list. It's a big lady pile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, so the bucket list doesn't necessarily have to be something that you cross off. It's something oh, you keep on going something back to. Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Do it later. And I think, you, you know, there is that practice makes perfect, right? So if you've tried something and it's been right. fun, then I'm sure if you try it again a couple more times, it'll get better potentially Yeah. with each, with each thing. Uh, for me, I kind of like the uh, – I'm still sort of hunting the uh, group sort of dynamic stuff, but with friends. I think that's that means that I, I really enjoy that dynamic – but it's not often you get to do that because assembling two people is fucking difficult. Assembling six, eight, ten people is impossible nearly sometimes. We, I mean, we managed to do that for New Year's Eve and that was really fun. So I love that everyone's OK with each other. Everyone's fine with each other. Dynamic where everyone knows what their particular rules are. And then you can all relax and just have a nice time. That, so is that what, what you like then? A big 
nice pile of well, it's people not what that I, you... It's not what I inherently like about everything, but that's one of the things that I'd like to do again because yeah. I've enjoyed that. Mm. So there's that. Oh, I really want to play with a guy. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking emails just blew up. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're just jesting. Bradford um, is hot on your toe. <laughs> Literally. Um, so, yeah, I kind of, I, I think that's kind of the main thing. I kind of, we, we did explore a little bit of a sort of separate room play that was interesting, but I think it's it's got to be the right space. Um, but it's not it's not fuck it list necessarily. It's stuff that I'm kind of getting my head around more than anything else on that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think that's kind of kind of where I'm at a bit. Is that fair? Yeah. Other way you were like, I don't have a fuck it list. Oh yeah, I do want to do other things. <laughs> I'd love to do them. <laughs> Maybe a little less then. <laughs> well, now that you mention it. Yeah. Well, we have to um, we have to know what we're trying to curate in the UK. We're not going to try to curate anything. <laughs> we got to get you over here first. Yeah. 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 We're going to get there. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What have been your most recent FOMOs? FOMOs, you're a king of FOMO, aren't um, you? Yeah, I don't. I, I... Like, uh, for example, Naughty was recent. Was that something you were wanting to <laughs> go to? And not have any <laughs> fear of missing out of that, especially having <laughs> read and heard how that shit pile went. Uh, so I, I. I think what I miss is that is when people that I know are getting to, together and we're not, we're not able to do that. And there's a number of trips happening over the next few months that we just we just can't, can't yeah. do. And I think some of that's money, some of that's time, some of that's time off work. And there is a reality to it that you just can't, can't do, do everything. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I kind of, you know, I'd love to be able to do that. I'd love to be able to do like the Hedo thing mm. um, with, with casual. I think that would be a great trip. And um do some other bits and bobs but the other thing is is that i'm also sort of in this biding my time moment where i don't know what's going on next year and i want to mm-hmm. be able to be best placed to do the the mm. things that mean the most to me but no one's really announced very much about next year yet so i find myself going ah i, I don't want to book anything in yet and it, it makes me feel a bit of an asshole because i'm it's not that i'm necessarily waiting for the for a better offer but i'm i'm waiting for what works best for us and what what well we're, we're limited value. with what we can yeah. we can throw at a problem so we just need to make sure that we do as much as we can with the time that we've got and it's just you just need to make an informed choice of all the stuff don't you so yeah and i think it's, it's it's so interesting about the fomo because it could just be um just a couple catching up with another couple that we know and you know like you guys have caught up with friends of ours and we're like, oh, I wish we were there. That would be lovely to be mm-hmm. with them. Assholes. Love them to death, but assholes. And it, <laughs> you, you Jane and Angie, fuckers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And sometimes, you know, it's it's far easier for you to see them than it is for us to. And we yeah. recognise that. And I'm sure you'll you'll feel a lot of that when you when you come over here and you meet some of the wonderful people that are coming to the event and stuff. And when you go back home, you'll be like, oh, they're seeing them assets i hate them so much mm. they're dead to me actually i love them but it's fine and and you do feel that and you can't help but feel that it's more just enviousness of of mm-hmm. a situation like i wish we could be there and um, we do a lot i mean we get to do a lot of things oh, we're we really do. lucky I, we are incredibly fortunate and you know and, and i know through conversation even things through having this event i know there are people that have been to our previous events 
that are literally gutted they cannot make it yeah. because they just can't make mm-hmm. the timing work. They can't get out of you know weddings and events and all this sort of other stuff that gets in the way, like life. And I totally understand. I totally sympathise. Fortunately, because we're organising this one, we get to pick the date and go along to it. So, you know, <laughs> we managed to get I past that. Um, I think FOMO is quite a major thing anyway for a lot of people in the lifestyle because it, it stands to reason that the more you, you start enjoying all the things that you do, the more you want to do them. Yeah. And there's always someone somewhere that's having a better time than you just because of circumstances and, you know, stars aligning and they just don't work for you at that time. And sometimes FOMO can be really fleeting. I know we've been out having a marvellous time with, with, with people, like in a lifestyle situation, and someone's dropped us a message going, hey, look what we're doing. And I'm like, oh, man, that looks amazing. Wish I was there. And then I'm like, <laughs> but wait look around, minute, you fucking this. idiot. You're in, like, you're in yeah. the best possible yeah. thing. Yeah. But it's just... You want your cake and eat it. Yeah, of course you do. Of course I do. And that's the reality of it. Yeah. But I, I think it just shows that you just care about people and care about their company and you value their time. and. If if the worst thing that happens is that you, you you've got a fear of missing out of that time or that experience that they're having, then it just shows that you give a shit about them at the end of the day. Mm, definitely, it's interesting. I have like zero FOMO when it comes to like vanilla shit. <laughs> like <laughs> Mrs. Nerd will be like, "I'm going. I'm you know these people want to do something. You want to go? I'm like, hell no. I'd <laughs> go. I'm staying right here." But if it's a lifestyle thing, I'm the one bugging her about it all the time. I'm like, let's go, you know. Um, and there's yeah. Zoom as well. What about it? Well, if you miss somebody, you can always get on Zoom. Oh yeah, sure. And you're right. There are ways to to sort of ease that FOMO, and and I think part of this whole thing is that you you maintain the relationships. You can't always maintain them as much as you'd like. But you can mm. you can reduce that FOMO and that it, and reduce it slipping into real sort of envy and jealousy and stuff by having those connections and keeping those up. I think that helps quite a lot. Certainly does me. Yeah, I would agree. Another question? Uh, how do you like to be kissed? Frequently. Oh, there's a follow up <laughs> question to that. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to get drink. I just do- thought of a follow up question. Okay. Do you want do you want to chuck the one in or do you want us to answer first? Answer first. Answer first. Okay. Um, you answer first, then. I, I like, I think the best way to describe it, I quite like quite a lot of passion in, in a kiss. I like to like it to feel like someone's really trying to ignite things within me. I think I don't like teeth scraping. Um, no. Because we've, we've all experienced a little bit of that. Um, I, I, I enjoy a bit of tongue. I'm quite, quite happy with that. But I, I like that moment when sort of passion takes over and and every, the world sort of disappears because you're just enjoying that kiss but it's very hard to describe what that kiss is i, I could probably do it you could probably <laughs> <laughs> but it won't look great show and tell yeah show and tell <laughs> but I, I there is something I, I i think i could live almost without the lifestyle stuff if i still if i could still kiss people because i think that's i that means so much to me and when you find a connection and people that kiss in your style. Not to say that the people are bad kisses, but if they don't kiss in your in you, in the way that you like, then it feels like a bad kiss. Do you see what I mean? There's bad kisses. Well, I, I think I'd like to just think that that actually they're just not your style. I, I mean, there are certain things that are awful, like the teeth scraping, and that's probably someone that's sitting in the bad kisser thing. But there's, I think some people just don't kiss in a way that, that ignites the flame. Hmm. But I, I also like actually... 
I'm and very keen. I've said this many times is that I like people who make the first move who kiss me. Because if I, it feels often as a, as a man, he says, whoa, how upset am I being a middle-aged white man and all these things thrust upon me. But, um, you know, often I find that I have to initiate that kiss. And okay. you can, it can leave you feeling like, well, do, do people really want to kiss you? Obviously, when they're kissing you back, you get the sense that they, they are, presumably, but sometimes it's nice for people to kiss you. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. It's, um, it's really nice to be approached and asked if they can, someone can kiss you. Yeah, it's really sexy. Um, I mean, I'm I'm lucky enough to share kisses with men and women. You <laughs> so are. I get the best of all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would say that obviously the two things are very different. And I I love kissing women. Like I really, really, really love kissing women. Um, that being said, there's um, I really enjoy kissing someone with a beard because I, I love the feel of, I don't know, I just like a beard on a man. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I find it much more sexy than a, a sort of stubbly, clue-shaped kiss sometimes. Okay. Yeah, so, but again, I think I'm with you and the, the, the kissing front is, it's, I like, um, I like a nice slow kiss that has some meaning behind it rather than a, this is just me trying to get to the next stage, mm. you know, and, you know, I, I've had to have sex, I think with you at one point without kissing or something. And it just really upset me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd almost rather not have sex if, um, if I can't kiss. Yeah. It's a, it's a really hollow experience for me. So I'm always quite baffled when people say, uh, we, we don't kiss or it's like, Oh, how do you, how do you have sex then? Like, it's a really strange concept to me but each to his own or people that don't kiss with tongues like that'll be on their profile i've seen that i've never experienced oh, really? it but i'm like yeah like okay it's, it'll be like kissing your aunt goodbye isn't it oh yeah <laughs> yeah but i find um an intimate experience without a kiss is is really not easy for me i think the kiss is important there you go what was the follow-up Write that to down. that you know i don't want to ask my follow-up what's your follow-up Why? Oh yeah. Okay, so I'll ask it. So there's 15 days, four hours, 39 minutes, and 54 seconds oh till God. we get there. How much longer till we're all making out? <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, two things, right? So I know that your countdown timer is for when you leave, not for when you get really? here. Yeah, Hi, that's yes. true. <laughs> so there's probably another eight hours for you to get here, and then. <laughs> We've got to get you. Well, I'll be I'll be getting you here, and then I won't be flying. I'll be just picking you up from the airport, and then Mrs H will not be home for a few hours. It seems. Mm-hmm. So oh, um, no. I mean, we could don't make you, out to you kill time until me. she gets here. And, no. yeah, it's fine. There would be absolute murder if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I will drive you back to the airport myself and get you back on a plane if you all start doing stuff without me. Yes. No. 16 days, two hours. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. We can work out the math. I, I think we've got time for one more question if you want to fire another one. You go. One more question. Okay. Make it a good one. No All pressure. Right. Well, what did you notice first about us? Oh, that's a nice good, question. Good question. So the the very first time we we met you, 
Um, we'd come off the back of almost 24 hours traveling uh-huh. yeah. and um, we'd just got into our hotel at PCAP, had a, the, the world's quickest shower, I think is, is the best <laughs> described. And we were trying to stay up because we were se- seven, eight hours oh, different, what time it was. different in time zones. It was actually Something like stupid. four in the morning or something like that for us. And we rock up to a villa with, with you folks and um, and a bunch of other people, in, including Kate. and. Um, I think we to say that we were overwhelmed by the experience was was a bit of an understatement. But once we settled in, um, because it was it was like walking in and it was everyone was stood in a circle, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here? This is a this is a, a really strange place." Um, Kate had us in a prayer meeting. Oh, I think that was Nikki. No, it was Kate for sure. <laughs> there was a lot of very rapid introductions. There and, was, yeah, um, lots of uh, And some of the some of the folks there may not have been as uh, straight laced as as they may have been the next next morning. Um, so yeah, and so it was it was this interesting little little chat. But I I, I really loved. So f- firstly, I'll, I'll I'll sort of explain. So firstly, running into Mrs. Nerd and her endless enthusiasm, which was apparent even at that point, was just a delight. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anyone jump up and down, clapping their hands so many times. In, in two minutes, which was which was lovely, and I and I adored that. Uh, and then I think uh, Mr. Ned and I shared a, an interesting conversation about video games. I heard and, that; yep. it's great. And <laughs> I think some of your opinions met very well with my own and validated uh, what we were saying, for which I was eternally grateful. So that was that was my 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 first impressions, and I thought you two were were, were a delight. So, no. Is that nice? We've taken all the good Aww. stuff now. Okay. Well, Wait, you... well, I've got some stuff as well. Oh, then cool. go for it. So now it's so... 16 hours, um, 16 days, <laughs> one hour. Um, for me, I think the first thing I noticed about Mrs. Nerd was her smile. It, it just lit up the room. Because she had a torch in her mouth. Because she had a torch in her mouth, absolutely. <laughs> and because Mr. Nerd was standing behind her with a torch. No. Um, it, was, it was absolutely your smile. It, it lit up the room for me and I was just so, I felt so welcomed and happy to meet you because you just seemed genuinely happy to see us. <laughs> like, this is really <laughs> lovely. She's so happy. You, you, He's right. Your um, enthusiasm is quite infectious. It's it's really, really One lovely. One assumes it's the only part, though, just to put that out there. <laughs> what, that's infectious? <laughs> I'm confused now. <laughs> so there was that. And like from Mr. Nerd... Now, I don't know if I'm I'm wrong about this, but Mr. Nerd strikes me as a little bit shy, um, a little bit introvert, but at the same time kind of exuding this nerdy confidence, which really appealed to me. But I felt that there was like so much of him hidden from everyone. And I was just so keen to kind of like dig that up and find out the real you inside. It was just really lovely to see you so sort of reserved but so chill it's like ah is he is he awake yeah i think so cool (laughs) (laughs) on at least one of the occasions we met i'm not sure he was awake (laughs) yeah so he's like so chill about everything but at the same time i got this sense that he's really quite nervous and i kind of had this overwhelming desire to chill you out even more and kind of be like hey we're we don't we're not scary like come get to know us it was really sweet to see you like open up a little bit and reveal bits of your personality. And I found that really appealing and that and the sense of humor 
like absolutely ticks all my boxes Aww. because you are funny <laughs> I do I do love um a bit of banter and wit and humor and it, it always appeals to me on so many levels so and the pair of you just feel just felt like people I'd love to know more you know just hang around with them. I well, look just as well because we hung around with them for ages genuinely look forward to seeing you <laughs> yeah. again the next day when I got up I was <laughs> like the oh, reason cool. for your bad review <laughs> but no I, I look forward to like and when you were like oh should we go to dinner but now I was like cool yeah I really want to do that it was I looked forward to seeing you again so that that told me that I think we'd we found our nerds Mr. Mrs. Oh, oh. Yay. Mm. I love it <laughs> <laughs> so I think we can we can start to round this up on this delightfully emotional emotive yeah. note so I want to say a huge, huge thank you to you both for your questions. They've been absolutely delightful and for answering our daft questions. Um, hey. Dad, we now know which sandwiches to purchase before you <laughs> arrive. Um, <laughs> where can people find you in the world if they want to? We're on most uh, lifestyle sites. Yeah. Cassidy, SLS, stuff like that. Just the Triple X Files, usually. We're on Twitter, Triple X Files r because apparently that's a... Yeah, it was already taken. <laughs> yeah. I had to think of something else. <laughs> so, and by triple yeah, X, just, I mean, just about anywhere. Just X, nope. X, X files, right? And of yeah. course, in your Discord chat. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, at, yeah. at the event. So people will be able to meet them if you so, so choose. And, and we'd highly recommend it. If you want to come along to our event, uh, they'll be there, which will be fantastic. And what we'll do is we'll put some links to some of your stuff in our show notes. What we need to do next, I think, is probably set you up on Fab Swingers because you're coming to the UK. Oh, God. And you can experience you do that to them? the joys of... But we don't of... like TikTok. <laughs> so we you can do suffer have them. Yeah, Fab Swingers one... set up, but we're not <laughs> verified yet or paid oh, or something. Yeah, I have newspaper, the UK yeah. paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it means one less dick pic for, for us, I'm, I'm happy for you guys to take the hit, to be fair. So, what again, about balls? <laughs> what about balls? Yeah, just balls. Just e- balls everywhere. <laughs> Just, just balls everywhere. Clap them on the counter. <laughs> to put them next to a can of Coke, take a picture of them for size reference. And <laughs> shove that shit up there, that's fine. You know, if you want to be arty, you can black and white it. You know, you can colour pop it if you really have to. Oh, I never advise colour pop. Yeah. It's the like worst author, Exactly. Yeah, nice sepia. That'll, that'll do it. And maybe, uh, you know, just colour the edges a little bit if you want to. Yeah, make it look like someone's creeping around, peeping at you. Don't do this, folks. Don't do this at all. So thank you very much, Mr. and Mrs. Nerd, for joining us. It's been absolutely our pleasure to have you on. Uh, Mrs. H, do you want to do your thing? I do. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. Well, so you know what to do with this then you can leave this um right hey. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello hello yeah podcast voice adopting silence for the talent please. <laughs> uh, recording cool okay so five oh, this is cool i like this and i'm gonna talk anyway it doesn't really matter i'm fuck them and they're recording i'm recording in two places Hey, right. what now? Why was there a countdown what's because that it's mean recording on riverside and it's recording here they got it straight away did they see the countdown too? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, right. yeah. great. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I started to lift off.
<laughs> There's another countdown going as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the timer. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, my that God, one. It's not long. Oh, it really is. It's fifteen days. There Are you go. excited? Yes. A little nervous. Why? Anxious. I'm I nervous. hate flying. I'm nervous. Me too. Yeah. Just get wasted. That's how I deal with it all the time. You I, don't have I, to I fly. hate driving, so I'll just get wasted the, when the I come to pick you up. The pilot will fly. You'll be fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Unless something goes wrong, <laughs> then in which case, yeah, we'll, we won't see you in 15 days, I guess. Everything's fine. Everything's good here. Nothing's burning. That's why all. they're like flying yeah. metal death sausages. So. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. always ready. 